Welcome, people. How you doing, Orlando City fans? My name is Luis Carlos Pineda from Area Sports Network, and this is Welcome to Loud and Proud Orlando. This is a big welcome. It's a brand new adventure that uh, I'm starting here with David Valentin. He'll he'll he's right here on my on my left, um, and also Area Sports Network. Just want to give him a heads up uh, to the nine people that are online right now. Thank you so much. Leave your thumbs up. Leave your comment, and also don't forget about the survey. The survey today, uh, it's very to the point. Pato in 2022, will it work? Um, you have two options. Yes, he's a world-class player, or no, he will get injured again. Um, that is the, the thumbnail. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, pretty much um, just to, to go off, um, make sure. Uh, we're a brand-new channel here also uh, on Latin Proud Orlando. Thank you again for all the support that we've gotten uh, through social media um, and follow us, you know, follow us on, on Facebook. We're uh, right now live on Facebook as well on Loud and Proud Orlando. We're also um, also live in, on Twitter. Uh, this is on Twitter as well. Uh, Loud and Proud LPO podcast and also on YouTube. So just make sure you're subscribed. Uh, hit the notification bell so you get all the notifications for all the latest news that I'm going to be bringing to you here with David and also other people that are going to be joining the party at some point. So if you're an avid Orlando fan, you want to be part of this team, uh, more than welcome, just shoot me a DM. We'll definitely be able to talk to you. So there's going to be, this is for the fans and this is also um, to support our club. And this is something that I'm very dearest to my heart um I, i grew up in orlando and so i'm very excited and very happy to be here it's january the 8th 7:05 p.m thank you so much to the 12 12 people watching us right now the first 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 show here a lot of proud orlando thank you so much so without further ado david how are you my friend i'm doing great uh luis thank you for the opportunity to be part of this uh this new project When you brought it up to me, I thought that was super exciting because it's something that uh, hasn't happened for us. Uh, other clubs have similar concepts, and uh, I'm, I'm very glad to be here. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, Luis has been in, in my podcast, uh, Tiro de Esquina, which is a Spanish-language podcast covering Orlando City, and that's how we met. And uh, he has been on the show several times, and then one day he said, hey, I have this idea. Would you want to be part of it? And here we are uh, to introduce myself to all those that perhaps don't know me. Uh, my name is David Valentin. Um, I've been in Orlando since uh, 1998. I've uh, been a fan of Orlando City since 2011, since the very beginning. And um, I have followed this team way back when it was just Section 124, the uh, Rockets 121 for the ILF, and just a bunch of Uh, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Just a, a bunch of people that love football and they wanted to follow this little club that today is this mega institution uh, that has had great players like Nani, Cacao wearing their colors. And um, I've been I've been a staple on OC Twitter for uh, many years. And uh, also I'm a blogger. Uh, I also have my, my personal channel, which I will be sharing with you guys uh, later on. But... Uh, if something I like to do is to talk about Orlando City, so let's get to it. Yeah, definitely. Um, before we start, I want to thank again Area Sports Network. Uh, make sure you check out 
We're live also in their channel. Uh, if you're already subscribed to them, check them out. Uh, subscribe to their channel as well. Uh, the, right there as Area Sports Network on Twitter, at Area Sports Net, and also on Facebook as Area Sports Network. They always have the latest from all the MLS. So it's not just Orlando. I'm the one who covers Orlando with Alonso. I want to say hello to him. He's probably watching right now. Uh, but, um, you know, we have the reach of area is pretty, pretty big. So I just want to say hello to everybody there. Juan Carlos from NYC, Brandon from Houston that was helping me out with the Instagram. So thank you so much to them. Area Sports Network, check them out. Uh, the first the first subject is, uh, I think, straightforward. Um, Facundo Torres, right? Uh, the saga, the, the telenovela that has uh, erupted from his signing. Personally, you know, to me, according to sources that I that I have from Uruguay, they're already announcing that he's going to be an Orlando City player. Uh, essentially, it's the same deal as Pato. They're just waiting for the Mark Thor picture that come up in, on Twitter. Um, guys, um, I think it's a done deal. I don't think it's going to fall through. Um, $10 million, 70% uh, of, of his uh, transfer. Um he is, uh, and, and this is, again, I, I've heard a lot of people, and I'm, I'm going to speak my mind now. I, I heard a lot of people online saying, you know, Penn Soil, who's this team? You know, what have they won? And I think that's disrespectful. Peñarol is one of the biggest clubs in South America. If um, You know, they're in the history level with Boca and River. Um, they are a huge club. And obviously, you know, you have to understand situations over there in South America are not great. Um Negotiations with a big club like that are like that. Uh, I think the people need to get used to dealing with that type of pressure. Um, it, it's it's part of the game. Uh, it, it's a player that has been rated to be one of the uh, one of the replacements of of the Uruguayan national team right up front. I mean, they have Luis Suarez and Cavani right now, but they're almost on the end of their careers. He's the future, so they're calling him. And his partner Canovio, uh, which is a target for San Jose Earthquakes, as the future of Uruguayan soccer. And Uruguayan has won World Cups. You know, we have we cannot forget that either. They they have elite players, and uh, it's a huge club. So I'm I'm happy that this is the way Orlando City is um, managing themselves. Uh, I think the team is getting much younger. Uh, yeah, for the casual fan, I'm gonna put wrestling terms here. He may not sound like Kanani. He may not sound like a Solskjaer. He might not sound like a Cantona. He definitely might not sound like a Messi or Ronaldo. But you, you, I can definitely guarantee you he's going to score a lot of goals. And he's going to make a statement. Uh, so I'm happy that Orlando and, and everybody there in the front office is doing their part to sign this guy. He's worth the money. And, and, you know, I think uh, it, it's, it's if that's the way Orlando is heading towards getting all these 20-year-olds, I personally, myself, I like that. If you like the way Borussia Dortmund plays, if you like the way RB Leipzig plays, uh, Bayern plays, you know, we got to get younger. We got to get younger to get titles. We, we cannot get just a name. A name now doesn't cut it. It's a collective game. So I don't know what you think about that, David. No, absolutely. Uh, and uh, to expand on what you said, we have to respect the history of a club that was born in 1891 with 53 championships. If we want to build bridges with Central America, we have to respect them. We have to show 
respect for the quality of player they are giving us. They are perfectly in the right to be upset at, at Facundo coming to us because unfortunately our reputation in a lot of Central American and South American countries is that we are a retirement league. And the only way we are going to change that mentality is by bringing studs like Facundo Torres into Orlando and with that win championships. That's the only way you shot the, 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 the myth. This is something that myself, Luis, our friend Sergio Ruiz Torres and a bunch of uh, podcasters have been fighting for years is to give our league credibility. This is how you start. The kid is $10 million. He, he scored 10 goals in 51 appearances for Peñarol, 21 years old. Uh, the Primera División, which is the first division of um, Uruguayan football, is the closest thing to English football that we have. Uh, if you know the history of Uruguay, basically is a buffer country created between Brazil and Argentina, so they won't kill each other. And England was involved in that. Uh, it was its uh, main trading partner. That's how football arrives in Uruguay. The clubs, uh, the very familiar names: Wanderers, Liverpool. Uh, so this uh, this guy's whole tradition. They are the first winners of the um, of the World Cup. And uh, they are a powerhouse, and they have nothing, nothing, nothing to be embarrassed about their football. And we are getting what is considered one of their rising stars. About Facundo, I can tell you, anybody that has followed me in, uh, in, in Twitter knows that I knew something. And I'm not going to reveal my source. Many of you said, don't say it because it will be disrespectful to that person. <laughs> and may... Um, it may also prevent you from getting intimate with other players in the future. And I agree with that. All I have to say is a person in the inner circle of Facundo Torres, Luis knows who it is. So he knows. Right. Uh, and, 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 and I shared this with a lot of podcasters. I shared this with uh, uh, all the media that covers Orlando city and everybody agree. Just keep this person quiet. I wanted to say it obviously to prove to the haters that we all have online that we are telling the truth, but you know what? Suck a lemon. <laughs> no, so, no, no, I mean it's 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 pretty much done. Uh, I mean, you 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 know, I, I believe personally, you know, if if the league wants to grow, it needs to get this young. Uh, yes. If if the league wants to grow, wants to compete, needs to get this young. Uh, needs to get these young. Uh, Orlando, uh, it's not Miami. It's it's not LA. It's not New York. Um, so we need we have our own identity. That's what a lot of people forget. And uh, I think getting players from teams like Peñarol doing proper scouting. I'm very impressed of the players Orlando City is getting this year. Uh, I know a lot of casual fans, and trust me, I'm a Society 21 member myself. Um, you know. Are who who is this guy? You know who 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 who, who is this young guy? He, he is you know they put striking match ma matches as as pictures and as gifts, and 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 that's cool and cute and and funny and 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 you know it, it is part of the of the gag of being online, but you know it also tells us that you know there is a section of the MLS that wants to keep the all model, 
right? Wants to keep the, you know, what Inter Miami is about to do before the next World Cup, which is bringing Messi and Suarez. I just, I just dropped a, a nuke right now, but it's probably that's what they're heading towards. Mm-hmm. And and all I'm saying is um, that's the old model. Uh, we're bringing, we're using our our youth, which is the way clubs now are working. We're using our players that are in, in an age to compete. Uh, like uh, Lions Blog says here, a great point. We also need to respect the front offices and all negotiations in case we want another player in the future. And Jim D, he, he's completely right. In MLS, running for 80, 90 minutes is crucial. Youth will be key. So absolutely, I I, I agree with Jim 110%. Um, he, yeah. you know, getting younger and same as with the pride. You know, um, I, I know I know there's a lot of people upset the pride's getting younger and it, believe it or not, it's not a bad thing. Uh, go ahead, uh, Dave. No, absolutely. And uh, to finish the story about Facundo, so this person in the inner circle approached the uh, the DMs of Tiro de Esquina podcast. And uh, this person was really curious about what kind of club we are, our fan base, what is it like to live in the city of Orlando, uh, how much English do you need to know, uh, how will it be? Obviously, this person had a strong... Uh, interest in the well-being on this of this young man uh and as a father myself obviously that's the type of questions that i will ask if you're smart then you already figured it out uh so um i've been talking to this person for a while and um it, originally uh peñarol turned it down peñarol said uh, right. we're not interested and the family after finding out how much money uh he was going to be making uh, also, Facundo's going to be receiving uh, a bonus out of the sale. It was reported 20%. I absolutely don't know if it's true. Uh, so 20% out of $10 million is a lot of money. The exchange right now is $1 to 47 Uruguayan pesos. The Uruguayan peso has been in, on a nosedive. It has been devaluating for many years. The, financially and economically, the country is not doing that great. There's as many people in all of Uruguay as in Metro Orlando, 3.4 million people. So it's not a big country. This is a life-changing yeah. opportunity for Facundo, who comes from a uh, middle-class family. His salary at uh, Peñarol it was $35,000 a year. So definitely, this is this is life-changing. So they went to the meeting, and they finally they basically told them, "We you have to release us. You promised us." One of the things is Facundo could have left on a free. As a favor to his childhood uh, club, he resigned with the gentleman's agreement, uh, a lesson right. here, everything in writing, with a gentleman's agreement that if an offer were to come, that uh, Peñarol was going to let them go. Uh, but that did not take place. Now, they, they fought hard, and after that, they were like, we want to go, this is what we want to do. And after that, they were left out of the uh, the negotiations because at this point, it's club to club. Uh, Orlando City made some offers. Peñarol kept moving the carrot, and that's an expression that I heard from several reporters covering the team, that they felt that Peñarol was not being truthful with Orlando City because every time they kept moving the line, the, 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 the line moving and moving and moving it, and finally uh, it has come it has come true. As you said, uh, it's, uh, I just retweeted the, the latest information coming out of Uruguay. is pretty much uh, a done deal. Uh, one of the things about Facundo also, he just – uh, got selected for the national team. The yeah. kid is everything that you will want in a footballer. And the most important thing, and with this, I give you the microphone, Luis. He wants to be here. When was the last time we had talent of this quality saying, I want to be a lion? Never. Right. And 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 I know people's 
sentiment, you know, Nani, you know, he's been, you know, and this is also thanks to Oscar Pereja. I mean, you, you have to give the man credit. He re his whole staff is probably the best staff in the MLS. And I know people are going to say, Hey, you're speaking because you're wearing an Orlando city hat. No, no, man. This is the FC Dallas Academy youth. These are the creators of that, of that concept. You know, there are stars now in the U S men national team that, you know, Luis Musi worked there, uh, you know, Pareja worked there. So th they're bringing this to Orlando. Orlando is their youth won a, a championship, right? So mm -hmm. all I'm trying to say is um, I think Orlando's doing the strides. He may, it, it may not sound as Anani. It may not sound as a, as a Kaka. He's, he's definitely not. He, he, but he's a young, talented player that even, for example, you know, I cover a lot of the Peruvian leagues and, and Copa Libertadores, a lot of clubs been interested, especially teams in Brazil, top teams, Sao Paulo, Santos, eh, Flamengo, you know? So um, the MLS right now is tapping into the Uruguayan market a lot. And this is because you have, in a way, high production players with, you know, a lot of potential at a lower cost, you know, than usually you will get somebody from Eastern Europe that Orlando used to do. When you know he used to get other players or recycle players from the MLS as well. Now I think the scouting, us tapping the Uruguayan league, which is one of the toughest in the region, I personally think it's the way to go. Another league that I truly like is the Ecuadorian league, but they are feeding the Brazilian Serie A. There's a lot of Ecuadorians that are going to Serie A Brazil because they're paying a lot. Their physicality is very similar. Uh, so their their assimilation is faster there for for the Ecuadorian. So it's just good that those markets are opening up. Uh, Uruguay, Peru, you know, I think uh, Orlando is doing the right thing. And um, you know, as Orlando City fans, guys, you know, we've had two fantastic seasons. Whether we didn't make it uh, compared to since the club was the start in the MLS, it was a disaster. And I think you guys can agree with that. I think uh, we're moving forward. I think the club uh, is ready to to make some moves, and I'm glad to see them compete, uh, trying to compete for players like this. And you know, uh, I don't know what are your thoughts, your last thoughts. To we can just move to the next subject. Um, no, absolutely. David. So to conclude, um, it, this is going to be a great challenge for uh, not only Facundo but for our next target, uh, Cesar Araujo. Because the first division of Uruguayan football, with the exception of one team, so 15 of the teams are located within Metro Montevideo. Montevideo is the capital of uh, Uruguay. So all the teams are fairly close to each other, with the exception of one of the teams, which is close to in the north, close to the border with Brazil. So Facundo basically is used to probably driving himself to the games. This time he's going to be traveling several time zones altitudes weather so this is going to be an incredible challenge uh for him new culture new language probably away from home uh the challenges which is the the person in his camp that approached me i was very honest with him and i said this is going to push him to the limits uh if he wants to go to europe this is the place to to sort of grind your stone and um i think this is going to be great now to the fans I asked them right now, we're going to have to be patient with him as he gets used to our league, the travel, the cold, everything, because this is this is a young kid. I'm 45 years old. 21 is young to me, super young. 
and uh and, and it's, it's like everything in life is a challenge so i don't want people to say well he's worth 10 million dollars i expect seven goals every game so let's be patient let's be welcoming because if this goes as expected there's he might there do it. more to come <laughs> you know he might he might he might do it you know like like yeah, the kid like i mean i, I don't want to i don't want to blow smoke at people's you know but i'm saying i mean he just peruvian media just quoting them they call this guy the uruguayan neymar and i know that i'm just bringing that out and i'm probably open up pandora's box right now but that is how they are calling them so you have to understand for a club like peñarol to let him go like that um you know they have to make sure that they're they play a little bit of hardball and that i think i think mm. that's why they did but i know for a fact um you know i've i also have a source he says you know um You know, two days ago, they, you know, everything was dead. Um, but a few days ago, everything was dead. But they're back in the fight. And I think they're going to win the fight uh, for everything that it looks. Um, yeah, two minutes ago, um, Uruguayan outlets are saying that he's going to be a, a, a player for Orlando City pending medical. So $10 million cash. Uh, so it is what it is, you know. Uh, so good for Orlando City. They're getting a great player. And I believe that. You know, there are good things to come for, for, for Orlando City. So let's go through the second subject. Um, is a, the first signing of 2022, you know. And, again, Orlando's getting younger. And um, a lot of people might not have heard of him. But uh, Cesar Araujo is one of the big promise. Him and his brother. His brother uh, plays in, in Liga MX. He's a, good, he's a good prospect. Also did under 20. Uh, in Uruguay for the national team. Uh, Cesar Araujo is a number six. That's that's the number six that we needed. That's the partner for Junior Urso that Orlando City needed. If Junior Urso likes to go on the attack and also has, you know, uh, little sparks of def defending and, and being very physical, this guy is pure physical. I mean, this guy is 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 a true six coming from a league that you play with a lot of contact. He's used to a lot of contact. So you're having that as your cornerstone right in the middle. You have Perea as an exchange in the second half as a, as a potential sub. Then you have the depth of Pereira up front at 10. He can play actually the 10, you know, and I think Orlando is getting a good player at a good age. So he comes from a small club in Uruguay, Montevideo Wanderers. Uh, yes, he has zero goals. Yeah, people are saying he has zero goals. Yeah, he has zero goals. He's in a position that he doesn't have to score right. goals. He he doesn't have to score goals. He's not a striker. So, uh, and and you know, but he is a great prospect. And you know, personally, I think Orlando is doing a great job because this is the type of players that are going to last you 90 minutes. No, absolutely. And you know what? He's coming from. Uh, a team, Montevideo Wanderers, who finished sixth uh, last campaign, uh, founded in 1902. Uh, unlike Peñarol, which is the giant of Uruguay, Montevideo is, uh, Wanderers is a club that, uh, you know, it's it's middle-of-the-table club. Uh, it's basically uh, Cedar. Uh, what's considered Cedar basically creates uh, players to sell. Uh, and uh, Cesar Araujo, uh, also has been selected to be with the national team 
And uh, if you can make the national team of Uruguay, you, I mean, you make the national team of pretty much any other country in the world. Uh, Cesar has a very good attitude. Uh, he definitely wanted to be here. Uh, he, if you look at his social media, super humble guy. Uh, just uh, thankful for the opportunity. Uh, I think it's going to be great for him to have uh, fellow Uruguayan Facundo Torres with him. They know each other, obviously. And Mauricio, Mauricio también. And Mauricio. Mauricio is a product wow. of Nacional. Uh, Jose Aja, who we had here previously, was also a product of Nacional, which is the second biggest team in Uruguay. And uh, I think uh, I think these three these three gentlemen are going to be uh, very well acquainted. And uh, what I like about Cesar Araujo is that uh, it's the Uruguayan Gita minus the yellow cards. <laughs> so, uh, right. he, you know, he's, he's defensively solid, uh, keeps a cool head. And uh, and I think that under Oscar Pareja, this this guy, 20 years old, by the way, this guy is definitely going to reach uh, at, at his, his potential here with us. Yeah, a, a lot of people think six yellow cards, it's, it's a lot. It You know, you're talking about Uruguayan soccer. You're talking about... Teams are going to play Copa Sudamericana, a level the United States is not used to. I would recommend people to go watch it. Uh, the, you guys are not used to seeing a level of, of, of football so competitive. Like Luis, Copa there's a comment here from uh, Gava, Gamma NYFE. Nifey. Lots of goals start from good play in the midfield, and I agree. Uh, right. You know, assists come, have to come from somewhere. Not everybody can score. So, well, but but you also have you need a you need a you need to stop the turnovers, right? You, you need somebody to actually is going to go for the kill in the mid. You can't just play passively. You have to also play a, aggressively. And uh, I mean, I'm not saying that he's going to go and just get a red card. No, I'm I'm saying you yeah. you need to you need to play with a little bit of an edge in that position. Absolutely. And Urso plays with an edge. And you, we've seen him, but unfortunately, because he has to do so many things down in that middle area, uh, you know, um, he, he gets overwhelmed and sometimes he he loses faith and loses the ball and turns it over. Now we have a guy that can recoup the ball, that can actually play his position, play aggressively, and Urso can concentrate of being that going in the attack and then coming back, you know. And yeah. and so personally, I think it's a, it's a win. This is a, his 2020 uh, 2020 data for Araujo, you know, you know, 30 games played, starting 25 games, uh, 74 minutes, zero assists, six yellow cards. And then you have also his 2021 numbers, which are fairly similar as well. Uh, fairly similar. Uh, well, 14, 14 matches. I uh, started all 14, 89 minutes and five yellow cards and one red. Um you know, people are looking at that and saying, "Oh my God!" Right? Um, it it is part of it, it. It is part of the game. You know, um, I, and, and you also have to understand the staff that is surrounding this club. You know, obviously they're gonna talk to him about it. They've seen tape of of the player, so I, I totally think that getting a player, and I think they said two million dollars, right, David? Yeah, correct. Two million dollars. I think that's that's a steal. I mean. For the level of quality of player Orlando City is getting, it's a steal. You know, he could have ended up playing in, in Peru, playing in, in Colombia. And you Gaston know. Gonzalez from Union still on the table, my friend. So this doesn't mean that that's over either. So we may hear more surprises as time goes by. 
All right, this is here. Jim D, I'll take a talented kid who has something to prove over I came to smoke a cigarette on the pitch name. Absolutely. <laughs> Pecho frio. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. No, no. Well, he's, he's – oh, well, yeah, I know who he's talking about. That's funny. Yeah, no. Mr. Pecho Frio. For those that don't know, that means cold chested. That's, uh, that's what you call a player that just fails to rise to the occasion. Yeah, I call him that every time he came to Orlando. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's he's definitely a player. He's also being called up right now to play for his national team, for the for the adult national team for for some um, the qualifier matches. He's in the in the reserves roster. So mm -hmm. I think uh, it says here, Cleom uh, Ferbert. It says I need him to go in for Brian Ocampo. Now I'm greedy. Brian Ocampo just turned down an offer from Club America from Mexico. Uh, right now, he it, he's without a club. Um, I would say we should definitely attempt to do have talks with him. I know that talks with the Orlando kind of stalled a little bit. There was some sort of interest, but uh, Orlando's mindset was more in the, you know, I think uh, we're getting a lot of the Uruguayan flavor. And um, in, in a way, Uruguayan soccer, they play a lot of um, – set pieces too very very english like 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 david was saying so um i think that is a good thing that is a good thing that I, i've seen the team for example the past two seasons having 10 corners and not no scoring not even one goal yeah. so so i think we're getting players that can definitely assist on that in the in the aerial game kind of absolutely i think that's great so mm -hmm. and for everybody if uh, if you want a comparison of what uruguayan football is uh, if you have watched League Two, League One in England, basically that's what you're getting. You're getting a very physical game, uh, not high scoring, but the golazos are when they come, they come, and you know it. And also, uh, this are a lot of people have have been telling me, oh, I hope he's not a flopper. And Uruguayan football is not known for that. Uruguayan football is known for scoring. People actually look down and throwing yourself on the floor and acting as if uh, somebody shot you a rifle. So um, when, when it comes to Araujo and when it comes to Torres, I am super excited after watching hours of video on these uh, two gentlemen. And like I said, they're under 21 years old. So these guys these guys have a lot to prove. They are coming um, uh, with a pedigree that uh, we never had in this club. And, and I'm excited for uh, what's, what's to come in, this, in the season. Yeah, Joe Parra says we are very happy to have Araujo, but until Kyle Smith broke his ankle, Sebas was the guy. Uh, you're talking um, about that we need, the number six we need. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think uh, he's a really good prospect. I think he's definitely going to make a lot of buzz. And, you know, we have a lot of depth now. You know, yeah. we have Urso, we have Pe uh, Perea, we have also Mendes, and now we have, uh, you know, Araujo, and I think uh, it's going to be great. Um, I and, think and you, you're forgetting also uh, Wilfredo Rivera, although he has not seen minutes with the first team. I got to see him on this uh, uh, under 20 tournament, CONCACAF, uh, with Puerto Rico and, and the kid, I believe. Uh, obviously, I'm biased. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm an Orlando City fan, and uh, I know his family. So I, I believe that he may be ready to step up this year as we are going to have uh, Open Cup, uh, Leagues Cup. And uh, definitely uh, one of the things that has happened to us over the years is uh, injuries 
uh, and the this this season is gonna be breaking neck pace because it's a shorter season because of the World Cup. Yeah. Um, Gamma Knife, it says, do you think that with these younger signings, we will see Pareja try to hit on the counter more often? Um, personally, uh, and then David, I, I could pass the ball to David. Um, definitely, yeah, definitely they're going to go for the counter more. But the, I think that the thing that he needs to put a stop to is the turnovers. I mean, Orlando has had the last two seasons, even though Orlando has made the playoffs, unnecessary turnovers in the mid. And um, I think, uh, and also the back line, um, there some, you know, some, you know, Antonio Carlos gets injured and then, you know, the, you know, everybody gets injured. The Viking gets injured, you know. So I think those have been really weak points for Orlando City uh, the past season too. And uh, I don't think, um, I think having more depth right on the mid, somebody that could maybe help out a center back, have the pace to run back and forth. I think you're talking about a young guy like this. You're talking about Mendes doing that as well. I think Orlando's trying to stop the turnovers. In the counter side, you have Benji. You know, you have uh, Facundo now, you know, once he it's Mark Thor throw his picture out. You know, you have, uh, you know, Pato, which we will talk about next. And, and, you know, they just have to stay healthy, right? I, I think we still need a couple of more signings. Um, you know, I, I do agree on that, especially on the wings. But we'll talk about that in a little bit, David. Um, yeah, absolutely. This is here, Jim D. Gama, good point. I was so sick of OC slowing down the play after a turnover and doing nothing about it. Yeah, this fan base is used to the counterattack in the USL uh, years. And Luis, you remember that we were very well known for the hockey breakaway and uh, the right. the goals that came out of nothing. Uh, this this or this Orlando City team has been uh, a victim of breakaways, counterattack, and uh, set pieces for years. If you guys uh, see the game against Atlanta with the 53 second goal by um, by Martinez by Joseph Martinez. That's a perfect example. You look back at the tape. We give up the ball cheaply, cheaply in the midfield. He catches our guys out of position. Uh, the ball is passed, and boom, he gets it back in a dangerous area, point blank, and uh, it's over. <laughs> so it, that, that has happened to us several times. Actually, that game is probably the best example uh of uh of what we were we're talking about the two goals scored by atlanta were super preventable the second one i think it was more criminal because uh you see how juan just basically passes the uh the the atlanta player i can't remember his name right now nobody cares right uh and uh <laughs> just passes him and then from from top of the box he scores a golazo uh nothing against mason i think mason did fantastically that game uh, but the two goals were world beaters, and they were world beaters because indifference in the second one and the first one, it, it, you know, they just caught us well our pants down. I mean, you got you got as a you know to answer the question for for Joshua Tall. Uh, I want to say hello to him too. He always follows us from from Facebook, from 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 Instagram. Also, um, I think we need a, a left back. Yeah, I, I do believe so. But we need a striker, man. I mean, we need we need a we need to. I mean, if we're spending ten on Facundo, I would spend fifteen or twenty 
Like, honestly, the Argentinian market is booming right now. The economy there is bad. Go get Gustavo Bo's uh, brother, La Panterita Bo, you know, go, uh, from Defensa y Justicia. Uh, it's, it's a team from, from, from Argentina. Gremio just got relegated. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a small team. There is a, a Gremio that got relegated also. We need to look into that. Uh, I, I think uh, there's a lot of opportunity to, to get a player that maybe it's not a, a Messi, it's not a Mbappé, it's not a, you know, a Lewandowski, but it's going to be a, 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 a striker that's going to guarantee you the production that DK has is, is gone, man. DK is in West Bromwich, and he's probably going to kill it there. So we we need to replace that and maybe find one that is going to be maybe top that or, or or beat him, in my opinion. I mean, we can have Facundo on the wing. We can have uh, Pato in the best shape of his life. We can have, uh, you know, but we, we, we don't have the striker unless we play like Manchester City that plays with, you know, like Guardiola with a false nine, you know, maybe. But I don't see Pareja playing like that. I don't know what you think about that, uh, David. Well, uh, to be honest with you, um, we don't know what this team is going to look like uh, under Oscar Pareja's input. Now we're starting to see shades of what it's going to become. We have to remember that when he takes over in 2020, that was a very James O'Connor, Frankenstein team between him and uh, Jason Kreis. Uh, and uh, he managed to grab that corpse and put it over the line. In 2021, uh, we have we have things that went against us. Uh, the 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 fact that uh, DK was not here for most of the early part of the season that would have been critical for us down the line. Uh, Pato got injured, you know, sixty something minutes into the first uh, game. Um, so this time we are taking all the players, the, all the dead weight, all those that did not contribute, all those that were past their years. Obviously, Nani, uh, I, I believe uh, in this club, we're always going to be talking about before and after this giant of world football. Uh, but the reality is, is that it's hard to um, uh, excuse the, the, the salary that we were giving him for a player that, that in, tr in truthfulness, was always going on a nosedive at the end of the season one when we needed him the most. Um, so as far as how Oscar Pareja is going to play, well, he said that in, in Dallas the problem was there wasn't the money to create his vision. Uh, Dallas was always focused on the academy. We have seen how Dallas has produced over 20 players right now playing in Europe. Uh, last one is uh, is Pepe, right? And uh, right. I, I, Twenty I mean, million. Yes, yes. Twenty million, and, guy, huh? Yeah, and these are play, these are players that that know Oscar Pareja personally. Uh, I have I have met people um, who know Oscar Pareja. I personally, I, when I met him, and a lot of people will tell you this, Oscar Pareja is an individual that that means what he says. Uh, he treats you like like you know that you're worthy of his time. Uh, he's a humble man, uh, very lovable, and I think that translates into the fact that the players really play for him in the past we had and i'm not gonna name, mention names but you know you probably will uh, make this up we had managers that will blame everybody but themselves managers that were mia that were basically uh people that didn't even want to talk to the fans and we have arrogance and uh, oscar pareja is none of them and i see that you got gaston gonzalez from union uh this guy is one that i want really really bad 
Yeah, I mean, look, uh, Cleon Ferbert says Pato's a false nine. Yeah, but I, you know, honestly, I mean, we'll talk about Pato in just a second. I, I, I pins and needles, man. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to set my hopes up, believe it or not. Um, I, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I don't want to be be controversial here, but, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, Pato's a false nine, but, you know, he, he played 26 minutes, I think, if. So just just that's all I'm saying, you know. Brett Carl, I saw today that Orlando raised their offer for Gaston Gonzalez to by one million to roughly three million, right? Um, I'm gonna get him. I I have a I have a source, okay. uh, a reporter that covers uh, Union, and uh, I have to tell you, Union right now is building to be a selling team. They understand they're in the provinces, uh, you know, they're inland. And uh, they're a small city, and that uh, they're never gonna be a world beater. They're never gonna be a, a Boca. They're never gonna be a River Plate. So they they want to they want to develop talent to sell, win a couple of games, keep people happy, and entertain. Uh, Gaston Gonzalez is uh, is gonna be bringing a lot of money to the club right now. Argentina is borderline a recession. So in the in the uh, Argentinian peso, just like the Uruguayan peso, has been on a nosedive. So three million dollars is going to be a lot. Uh, one of the things that we did not mention with Facundo Peñarol plans to build a training facility out of the sale of this player, and Union is not far behind from that. Union has to uh, do some repairs to their stadium. If you look at their stadium, it looks it looks very much so <laughs> like uh, in in Spanish we say potreros. Uh, uh, I don't know how you say that in English, like a, like a, like a horse stable, like a right? horse barn or something. Yeah, right? horse barn. Yeah, that's so they need that money. Um, go wow. ahead, no, 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 I was just laughing when you were saying because it it's it's true. I mean, unfortunately, is is a sad thing because I grew up, for example, back home in Peru, idolizing the Argentina Superliga. Like I, I grew up idolizing. Like there's a lot of people all over South America that are Boca fans or River fans, and they're not even from Argentina. So, mm -hmm. you know, they had at some point one of the, some of the best players in the world. They used to beat everybody. They used to beat Brazilian teams all the time. And now Brazil, I think it's a different level than them in soccer-wise. You know, and this is not because I'm, I'm just talking, you know, because I don't like Argentinians. I love Argentina. I love their food and everything. Um, but I think Brazil right now, they're in a complete different level. That's why they're winning all Copa Libertadores and all Copa Sudamericana. They're winning them back-to-back. You know, so um, Gaston Gonzalez, um, a, a million, 1.32 million, uh, 23 games uh, played, um, 15 started, 63 minutes, three times in the team of the week for the, the Superliga Argentina. Uh, it means all the teams in, in that league. Uh, five goals. Uh, That's 15 five goals. in MLS. <laughs> right. So, so. My question is, he can play the left wing. Yep. You know, he, he's a left winger. So, again, you know, we are putting, I mean, I'm just trying to not to be negative, but, you know, if he's going to be playing the left wing and he's going to be playing the wing and Facundo may be playing the other wing, I don't want to, you know, uh, Pato is not going to start. I'm just saying it, you know, I, I don't think, I think we should start with these players. You know what I mean? Um, I believe, yeah, you, I agree you with know? you. And one of the things, uh, Luis, before I forget, 
Uh, we let Emmanuel Mas go. Emmanuel Mas was a stopgap player, really. He's already in the wrong side of 30. He just signed this week with Estudiantes del Plata back in uh, in Argentina. And uh, nice fella, nice guy. But uh, the fact of the matter is we cannot ignore the second goal at Nashville was all on him. So we did not see something that was worth bringing back. And uh, we're definitely in the market for a left back. We know that Joel Moutinho is uh, touch and go. I really like Joel Moutinho, but he has a lot of issues yeah. that have to do with muscular and um, uh, problems with his hip that keep plaguing this kid. I believe that in the past we have put our starting 11, especially under Heath, and we'll ride that pony until the, wheel, the wheels will come off. And we can't continue to do that. We have to have talent on the bench. That's why when people were saying, hey, should we bring back uh, Dom Dwyer? I said, hey, if the price is right, I wouldn't mind having that guy on the bench. <laughs> because in the past, and I, I, know, I know a lot of people will disagree with me, but in the past, uh, the, the problem was that if the starter wasn't playing that day, there's the person that was taking their place, the definition and the level of uh, talent was abysmal. It was abysmal. And uh, we need, if uh, big clubs, big teams have bench players that can basically walk into any other team and start. And we don't have that, unfortunately, or we did not have that uh, in the past. No, you know, I, I, I agree with you in, in certain way. I, I mean, I think Moutinho is an extremely talented player. I mean, I think he's, and, and, and I like the way he carries himself, you know, mm -hmm. he carries himself in a very professional manner. He's all about the sport. Uh, he, he's a very responsible kid. Um, I believe, that you need to bring Moutinho off the bench. I, I think, and, and that is one of the things, you know, I'm not here to criticize the moves. Uh, I'm here to kind of analyze the moves. Uh, Mass is no longer in the team. And I think Mass uh, could have started. If not, uh, I, I believe Kyle Smith, uh, before he got injured, he, it, it was his year. So I think... Um, you know, and Kyle Smith is just a, Moutinho, a fortunate coincidence, really. Right. Moutinho is great going forward. You know, he could do a filtered, um, he could do a pass. He could do, you know, he could cross the ball very well. Um, you know, if he's one-on-one, -on -one, he can maybe do, do some danger more than a striker, you know. But um, uh, defensively, I think that's his problem. On the 1v1, like, for example, I remember – when Tejon Buchanan played against him, Tejon Buchanan broke his ankles, dude. Like, broke his ankles. Completely broke his ankles. Rodolfo Pizarro broke his ankles, too. He's no longer in Inter Miami. He's in Monterrey again. But yep. I'm saying is, you know, in that position, you need a a, 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 a pit bull, man. I mean, I mean, you need you need somebody that's gonna put a stop to the attack of the of the other team. Absolutely, and I, I want to address two of the comments, Luis. Um, sure. From Mike, Mike, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher your last name, uh, Spillane. Spillane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna pass and disagree on bringing down back David. It was an example. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm on board with with Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, uh, we can we can spend an hour here on uh, Dom Dwyer. I, I need him to sign my uh, game-worn USL jersey. That's why I need him back. Um, the Jim D, uh, I don't want to derail your program, but where do no, you see? No, it's fine. It's his program. Right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's just for you guys. 
Uh, where do you see VDW? Uh, that's uh, Vanderwater Van Van or Vander as they said in, in Holland, fitting in this season. Bench starter, Puppy did not seem to be a big fan of his. I believe, my opinion, that he's not a starter. Uh, and that's going to hurt a lot of people. I really think the guy is super committed. He really wanted to be here. He forced his team to let him go. But uh, but Sylvester was uh, coming from a, um, a team in a part of Holland that, you know, it's just the, the boondocks. You know, it's, it's a countryside. And uh, it wasn't a very good team uh, in that league. And I think he needs, he needs work. Uh, we have the players. We have the uh, – I mean, he has shown moments. The game against Atlanta – uh, goal and assist, and right. uh, you know, they you have those moments where you're like, Wow, this kid needs to start. It's sort of like what we had with uh, uh, Cash Mueller, where he would come in from the bench and like set the world ablaze, and then we start a kid the next week and he just lays an egg. So, right. I, I, my opinion, I think he needs he needs time. Uh, if he doesn't, if he doesn't get better, then he can be a great role player for us if he wants to play that role. Uh, otherwise, he probably is gonna move on. I think I think Oscar is gonna e evaluate him in preseason for sure. Um, there's a lot of players, and I want to commend the players because I've seen their social media. Antonio Carlos, he's in Brazil right now, training like 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 Rocky playing, you know, fighting against the Russian. You know, um, you know, you, you're talking about Ruan, you know, running and, and doing sprints and, and maintain himself uh, fit. Kyle Smith also, you know, you have a lot of players doing their part to to get fit to for, for, for the next season when they're not even, you know, when they're on vacation, essentially. Right. Yes. Absolutely. So so I think that's an attitude that you need to definitely applaud um, when it comes to Van der Water. He has the skill. I mean, that left foot. You know, and I, I said it and, you know, when I did my, my thing with area sports, my my report after the game, you know, it's going to bring a lot of joy to a lot of Orla Orlando City fans. And, and, you know, I wasn't I wasn't incorrect. Um, in fact, I think his issue is the physical. I mean, he probably thought the MLS and this is the, the, the way it's it's thought in a different league. You know, you think the MLS as a team that, you know, it's going to be a slow pace. But maybe that was when Roby Keane used to play in the MLS, uh, right? Uh, and now the MLS is a complete different beast. I mean, you're talking about physicality 101. So when he's met with somebody that is twice his size, a center back twice his size, like Alexandre Callens, for example, right? Or or he's met with like, uh, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, the guy from New England, um, Andrew Farrell. Yeah. Right? He's met with 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 Zimmerman, right? So when they go to to be to 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 take the ball away from him, you know, and they have to be physical, he immediately loses the ball because he's smaller. He's very skilled with his feet, but you can recoup the ball faster just by putting some pressure right behind him. What he needs to do, he needs to work more on on guarding on his physicality. Maybe gaining a little bit of more muscle mass. Yes, you know. Uh, in, in my opinion, I think you know you add a little bit more of muscle mass on him, and I think we have a great, a, a great winger there. Um, and that's worked for for Fabian Bazan, uh, who's our conditioning coach. I mean, I think uh, uh, Vanderwater that the, he needs to bulk up. He's too skinny. Uh, there's a, a Joe Parra there. Um, 
uh, VDW has some skill, but he does not have a well-rounded game. Really needs to work on his right foot. And I agree 100% on that. He's heavily dependent on his strong foot. And we need somebody that can do some damage with his weaker foot. Nani was classic. Scored some incredible golazos with his uh, weaker foot. Uh, Hector Ayala. Well, come on, Hector. <laughs> I really like David, but that shouldn't be an example. I don't know what's worse. That example of seeing uh, Maram in Orlando again, uh, no, again a couple no. of weeks ago. That, oh, by the way, crazy. he was only here uh, working on his uh, coaching license, just to let you guys know. That's crazy, right? Um, you know, eh, I mean, those, I mean, the people who remember those times, I mean, they, you know, those were tough times, man. I mean, you're talking about being a season pass holder and seeing your team lose every freaking week. Oh yeah, you know, you know what I mean, and it was a hard, hard-earned money. You know what I mean. I, I personally, you know, personally command people. You know, it, it, this is what soccer is about. You know, now, now Orlando is doing much better, and I, I believe Orlando has actually a plan now. Um, and I think uh, I commend the the, administra the administration right now. Getting younger, I think that's the way to go. All right, uh, what's it says here? Uh, I choose not to remember 2018. <laughs> next next topic okay. oh you, you skip one uh about alvaro angulo alvaro uh, angulo right i think it's gonna happen i believe so Sorry, too Leon. uh profe pareja is in colombia right now visiting family he has been making his rounds he has been on tv on radio and on print uh, uh you know one of the things that we don't know in this country is how beloved and how respected he is uh back in colombia uh, Alvaro Angulo is um, it's a 24-year-old defender. Uh, he has been with Rio Negro Aguilas since uh, 2017, uh, has been with Colombia U23s. I, I, listen, uh, players of caliber that want to come to Orlando, who's going to say no? Yeah, he's a great prospect. Uh, I, I'm going to add here something. Uh, the coach is a Peruvian guy. His name is Johan Fano. He used to play in Once Caldas, and I know him very well. He's a great coach. Um, he he exploits a lot of the physicality, especially on defense and on the wing. He he loves playing a similar style as Pareja. Um, I think that that kid will fit like a glove in Orlando City. Um, and you know, be honest, you know, like I said, it's a good job Orlando's doing of scouting. It's my first experience seeing this happening from Orlando City. I usually am used to hearing Adrian Winter and then people, you know, bowing down, you know, uh, you know, and 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 now we're actually talking about players that, you know, we're building a, we're adding to the core, right? Nani's gone, you know, we're adding to the core now, and I, I personally think that's the way to go. Um, I would, would like I would, to answer that one because. Uh, uh, is in Spanish. He doesn't okay. speak English. The Rock, te lo voy a decir así. Eh, básicamente, ya todo está planchado. Se ha confirmado de que Peñarol va a venderlo. Eh, si te interesa saber acerca de todas las cosas que están pasando, te invito a que escuches mi podcast en español, Tiro de Esquina, que es en español, y así vamos a poder contestar todas tus preguntas. Right, go ahead. I'm sorry, no. no, no, no. Um, y, and yeah. y suscríbete al canal aquí de the loud and proud. Uh, siempre vamos a invitar gente que habla español. 
Así que bienvenido. Peñarol es un grande de Sudamérica, así que estamos muy, muy contentos de tener un jugador de ese nivel y de esa categoría de club aquí en Orlando. Así que yo creo que el mundo necesita, um, eh, necesita aprender un poco de clubes como Peñarol, clubes como uh -huh. Boca, clubes como Liverpool, como Chelsea también, son, son clubes muy grandes, así que y, eh, de todas maneras, ¿no? Sí, finalmente The Rock, eh, eh, Tiro de Esquina está disponible en todas las aplicaciones donde tú usualmente consumes podcast y en eh, versión video en mi canal personal, The Legendary David. Así que, eh, y también estamos en Twitter, arroba, guión, ba, tiro, guión, bajo, city. All right, my friend. So we're just answering questions here from, from a Peñarol fan. That's basically what it was. <laughs> so, Alexandre Pato is back in 2022. Yay or nay? All right. Um, you know, let's start with you, David. Uh, what, what are your thoughts of Alexandre Pato Listen, Alexandre being Pato back? Is, yes. Uh, uh, as a, personally, I think he's a fantastic uh, player that has had a bad history of injuries. Uh, we, what we saw at the game versus Nashville was a glimpse of the type of stuff that we can see that we can expect from this player he's coming out to us cheaply in uh healthy i was told by a source close to the team that they evaluated all that they saw in training and they believe that uh that pato can definitely contribute from the bench uh to make uh because basically you're getting a a a, a player with a ton of skill that's going to come from the bench to kill games once the you know maybe we need that extra goal or we need to just basically uh stop gap in order to secure the uh result that's what they're going to be using him for i'm okay with him uh super talented and the 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 fans tend to agree with me super talented and very affordable and it, to be honest with you if we were to let him go other teams like atlanta we're going to jump on him Sure. Um, and just to add to it, you know, the, the survey, right? Uh, 18 votes. Thank you so much for everybody that voted. 89% says he's a world-class player and he needs to stay, uh, you know, and, and 11% is saying, no, he will get injured again. Uh, for the money, uh, I mean, a healthy Pato, he's, I mean, I've seen, you I mean, you can check out his Twitter. You can see a lot of people from uh, Sao Paulo, you know, uh, telling him, come back, come back, come back, because he left. He, he, it was one of his best seasons after Europe, after failing in Chelsea, after maybe Milan. I think uh, his 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 brief uh, moment in in Sao Paulo was was genius, and he left a big mark there. And they were trying to to get him back, and um, you know he decided, like I said, you know Orlando is the place him and his family want to live, and and. And he loves the city and loves the fans. And, you know, a, a club that backed him up in when he, you know, he only played um, not even, I mean, he played not even, I think, one game. and uh, no, two, right? Two, two or three uh, games. He played 60 minutes the first game of yeah. the year. He ended up being involved in three games at the end of the season. Right. So, so I mean, that's, you know, and, and he understands that. So the clause here is, It's a, it's a renewal of a contract, and he also has a productivity bonus, meaning is, you know, he if he produces more, he gets paid more. So it's – right, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, Mike has a, a great point here. How cheap his contract is, Pato is worth the risk. We paid Uri and Tesho and Alex Alvarado, who has basically not played in this team, more money last year. 
And that's very true. That's that's an excellent point. Uh, that you know, it's it's a roll of the dice, but a one that uh, I will take any day, because I mean, we're talking about a guy that played in some of the biggest European clubs, a guy that uh, a Brazilian that played with the national team, a guy that uh, played with one of the best uh, teams in South America. I mean, uh, we're Orlando City friends. We 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 are not. Uh, our, you know, our bridges are not that big that we can go ahead and tell people like this to take a hike. We need it. Right. That's right. I, I agree. I agree. M Mike Spillane says how, you know, how, I think you read this already, right? Uh, yes. His, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, and then he says, Angulo and Gaston will be great signings. If we can get him over the line, I love the idea of bringing back Pato. I think all three of these with Torres get done. We just might need a target striker. I think exactly. I think Mike is on the, on the ball here. Mm. Um, Gamma Knife, it says, we got really unlucky. I think Pato had been healthy for like six years before he got injured last year. Hopefully, he'll be healthy for a while again. I hope so, too. I, I think he's motivated to, to stay healthy, right? And I think uh, he also wants to make sure he, he's taking care of Orlando City. You know, he wants to make sure that people are going to uh, see him score goals. And, and he wants to produce for the team because this is a team that did not – he backed them up through this whole ordeal, right? You know, yeah, a lot yeah. of, you know, back them up through this whole ordeal. So. And Luis, you know, a lot of teams would have tossed him in the, into the garbage immediately. Right. Uh, this guy, uh, Carlos Rivas, went to uh, the Israeli Premier League with Hapoel Hadera. Uh, over there, he shared uh, locker rooms with David Mateos, another waste of <laughs> a player here in Orlando. And uh, three games into the season, he blew his knee, and they just they just canceled his, green, uh, his uh, residency card. Uh, I don't know if they call them green cards over there. But they put him on an airplane. See you later. That's it. I mean, that's how it works in the world. Those of you that want the pro relegation system, that's how it works. You are hurt. You are not good to me. Here's uh, some money, uh, some petty cash. That's Get out right. of here. And right. uh, we stood by, we stood by Pato. Uh, I, and, you know, Pato doesn't need the money. His wife is a huge television celebrity in Brazil. Right. So, well, I see yeah. that you have Pedro Ales El Pulpo there. Right, right, yeah. Th that's our next topic. But, you know, you can definitely, you know, I completely agree. I think Pato being back, um, you know, coming off the bench, you know, testing the waters, making sure he's healthy, I think it's it's a good deal for Orlando. I like the way Orlando's thinking right now. Silently, you know, as many people, you know, because I, I saw a lot of them, and, and, they're, and they're entitled to, to feel that way. I, I totally understand. You know, uh, Orlando has had really dark times in the past you know um but you know this you know this connection that there's musi you know moreira you know pareja and the staff and how you know it's it's something that it's a core you know right and so we're building on the core and i think it's just gonna get better just to kind of, again, remind everybody just to subscribe to the channel. Uh, I want to thank to the 20 people live right now with us. Thank you so much. Uh, check us out on Facebook also as Loud and Proud Orlando. And on Twitter as at LPO underscore podcast. Um, all the news and stuff uh, will be posted there. As well as my personal Instagram is right there. Pineda underscore ORL. Uh, also, David says uh, at Florida underscore man 76. Um, so, uh, we're available to take any questions anytime. This is the next topic. Uh, Pedro Galese, right? Uh, I'm just going to say this. Um, the Saudi Super League is putting a million dollars 
is a concrete offer. I know source, uh, good source. Um, it's about a million bucks um, a year, uh, plus bonuses, um, clean sheets and stuff like that. Um, I was, and I, and I got a lot of heat from some people, right, that have been covering the team in the past or or have other outlets. I, I, I don't know, but I definitely was upset when I heard that he was not named the best keeper in the league, right? And I think Luis Musi, in a way, backed me up silently. I don't want to take credit for that, but I, I think that it, it was it was it was a bad decision from the league. I'm going to say it like that. Um, just because you go defend the colors of your national team doesn't mean you're going to go ahead and just lose being the best. I mean, he's been the best keeper in the league, in my opinion. And I know I'm an Orlando. Uh, I'm 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 covering Orlando. I know I live in Orlando all my life. I know I love this city. I know I love the fans and everything. But I believe the Lese um, surely uh, deserves what he's asking for. Uh, he's right now being paid, I think, uh, four hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. He's the thirteenth best paid keeper in the league. Thirteenth, one three th, right? Uh, Brad Guzan is being paid a hundred. Uh, Saudi Arabia wants to pay him a million dollars plus bonuses. I would say we cannot lose a player like Pedro Gales. Uh, we Orlando, I think, uh, is making good moves. He, you know, I know from talking to people close to him, he he loves Orlando. He loves the fans. His wife loves the city. His kids are in love with the city of Orlando. They want to stay here for a long time. Mm -hmm. But you have to understand, he's the head of the household. Absolutely. You know, just, just like any, just like any, just like you and me, dude. You know, we're head of the household. You know, we have to put food on the table. And, you know, he's his, if he wasn't for Galese, and I think a lot of people are going to agree with me. And if you don't agree with me, I will also read your comment. You're, it's, it's your opinion and it's great. Right. Um, if it wasn't for Galicia, Orlando would have lost a, a lot of games. Absolutely. A, lo a lot of games. Let's just not be funny about it. Let's be real. A lot of games. So what are your thoughts on this? I mean, pay up, pay up, because a lot of people are saying pay up. The well, pay up this is the thing. I, I, uh, a lot of people know that I, I served in the United States Navy. Uh, I've been to the Persian Gulf area. I've been to Bahrain, been to the UAE, UAE several times. The place in the summertime is unbearable. Might as well be in the center of the sun. Uh, it's nothing but sand. It's it's not a. It's, if it wasn't for oil, it, nobody would live there. I mean, it's it's very uh, a place that nobody will enjoy. Uh, for uh, a Western woman like his wife, it definitely will find it tough to live in a super conservative Muslim country. Uh, for them, uh, you know, basically what happens in these countries is as a foreigner, you sort of live in this, this expat communities, because it's not like you can go to a supermarket and buy pork. It doesn't exist. You can't buy alcohol in a supermarket over there. So all the things like that will have to be, uh, done within these compounds where you will live. You live separated from regular society. Uh, and you know. Yeah, he can make a million dollars there, but what about the quality of life for himself, for his wife, for his kids? It's not a, it's not gonna be a good one. 
I know that Pedro came here under a lot of controversy because of his actions in in in, in Peru. And like I told you when the first time you came to uh, Tiro de Esquina, uh, I'm not. I don't want to revisit that. It's it's water uh, on the bridge, no. you know. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, it's but uh, but uh, the the fact necessary. of the matter is, it has nothing to do with the football. But as a family, they have healed here. His marriage is going stronger. You can see it on the pictures. You can see it on the attitude. Uh, there's a lot of people in the Peruvian community here in, in, in Orlando that has had interactions with him and his family and his kids. And they say these people really love to live in, you know, live in Orlando. They're very happy here. He can be a franchise uh, player. He can be the face of Orlando City for many years to come. But, yes, we need to compensate him accordingly. I don't want to overpay. Uh, let's, let's just be honest. I don't want to overpay. But uh, like you said, this is a player that has saved our skin many, many, many times. And if you believe that that's not true, look at the game against Philadelphia Philadelphia Union in Orlando last year, and you tell me that we were going to win that game. You tell me that the game against New York City in right. the playoffs last year in Orlando, if we were going to win that game without Pedro Galese, an impossibility. You saw We saw how we were with Pedro. And we saw how we were with, uh, with uh, um, what was his name, Brian? His last name escapes from mine. Row, Row, Brian Row, Brian Row, and Rowe. we were night and day. We were night and day uh, without him between the, the between the sticks. So I, I'm on his camp that he definitely needs better compensation. Uh, we need, we I believe that Ricardo and Luis Muzi uh, respect this player, and uh, let's sit yeah, down sure. and find a nice middle ground. But I don't believe that we can that we, we can have uh, aspirations for a trophy without Pedro Galese. And Orlando City already has some targets. If this doesn't come to to pass and, and he moves on, he has they have some targets overseas of American goalkeepers. I know of one that is very good. I don't want to say the name because I don't want to obviously ruin the negotiations or or whatever. But um, one that is very good. And, um, you know, it's not the end of the world. Players come and go. The support remains. That's I always say that. But right. that is special. I, I just think I just think the Orlando City loses a lot without Pedro Alese as a goalkeeper. Uh, but let's read some comments here. Um, you know, it says here, Gamma Knife, if you can pay Alese, we have to spend big on our attack to offset the goals we're probably allowed. Right. Uh, and yeah, he's got a lot of goals, goals allowed to Galese. Uh, um, you know, his clean sheet record is not like pristine like other teams because other teams have better defenses. It's just, I mean, let's be honest. You know, I, I don't want to be be talking something that's not true, you know. Um, and, you know, Brett Carl says, uh, I agree with you. We need to pay Galese much more. I agree. And uh, Mike Spillane says uh, two things. Galese is still under contract this year, so he's safe for now. And that's one. And two. I agree. Pay the man. Uh, league structure, though, won't allow paying him one million. Uh, probably got to get him around six to seven hundred and fifty. Um, you know, and then he says uh, it's hard to pay a keeper that much as it hamstrings you in other areas. Um, it's a very valid point. Cleon Ferbert says six hundred and twenty-seven hundred thousand is a fair pay for a top-five goalkeeper. Uh, Joshua Tall says agree. We do need him to win championships. I agree, guys, one hundred ten percent. You know, per personally, Mike, um, yes, he's safe for now, but he can talk to other teams. He'll be he, he'll be allowed to negotiate in the middle of his contract. So he can actually sign the deal with another team right away. And he could just set, set sail 
you know, in the middle of the, uh, in the middle of the year when we are actually on the hunt for something, right? So that's not the ideal scenario for any team, in my opinion. And, um, you know, if Brad Gusan gets paid $800, I mean, $800,000, right? And that's that's what I have, the information I manage that, that, that I have, $800,000. You have to understand, he's he's played Copa America. Uh, he's gotten to the finals of Copa America uh, twice. Uh, he's played a World Cup. Right. Uh, he's he's also ha he has his team fifth in the qualifiers in the toughest qualifiers in the world, more than Europe, more than CONCACAF. I'm so sorry. You know, the, the competition is not ideal. I think the U.S., Canada and Mexico play. And, you know, we, we, we wish I think Peru, Venezuela and Bolivia would wish they will play in CONCACAF. We Absolutely. will probably qualify to the World Cup all the time. So, you know, I think having a player to that level, not taking in consideration a player a player that has a, a resume of that caliber, I think, uh, you know, we need to change that. And you one know? quick thing before you continue reading the, the comments, uh, Luis, the reason why his salary will be a million dollars is because he's getting paid in reals, that's the currency in uh, Saudi Arabia, and their currency is worth more than the US dollar. One real is equals to 32 cents uh, US. So uh, while the salary is like a million dollars, it's much lower it, you know, in, in the local currency. So that's why the Saudi Arabian League gets to pay this exorbitant right. uh, salaries. But uh, the truth is, my friends, that playing in a stadium that is air-conditioned with uh, all-male fans, because no women are not allowed to attend these <laughs> events, that's what I'm saying. That I've been true, to those countries. True. All the respect that in the true. world, all the respect in the world to them. Everybody's entitled to their culture and their religion. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm a, I'm a, not only am I an ethnic, I'm a, a, a religious minority in the United States. So I know what it is to be against the grain when everybody's celebrating their holidays and you're celebrating something else and all that. And, uh, and, and have different views on what things are acceptable. But I just don't see the the Galese family being happy in a country like that well he has he has friends there i mean just just to be honest i mean cristian cueva plays in alfa t mm -hmm. in the same league uh andre carrillo plays in um uh, in uh, al hilal no uh, the best team there right and uh he'll be playing al nasser which is a team that you know used to have a lot of cups but now it's kind of going down the drain and russo is getting there and he's pretty much getting all his old players from other clubs back like he wants uh another proving guy carlos zambrano center back for boca juniors he wants also some colombian players he used to coach back in the day so he's trying to build a team a squad of, of latin players in, in 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 saudi arabia pretty much right um yeah the money's right and he he's the head of the household right uh he's gonna do right to his family um you know alonso inca i want to say hello to him from area sports it says when was the last time a goalkeeper from Orlando City was part of the MLS All-Star? Exactly. Only Galese. Mm -hmm. yep. You know? Um, Max Belain, I'm aware of that. They're also saying they will negotiate uh, They will negotiate after the qualifiers. Yes, um, that's also a, a, another thing. He also has received some sort of uh, preliminary offer, from my understanding, too. So, uh, Mike Spillane, also MLS will always uh, overpay for Americans coming back. That's where Gusan is at. He's proof of why you don't overpay at that position. Absolutely. Well, I mean, how come he's the best paid paykeeper in the league? Brad Gusan, let me tell you something, Luis. I saw Brad Gusan 
uh, in a friendly against Puerto Rico uh, in my hometown of Bayamon, Puerto Rico, getting hammered uh, from 35 <laughs> yards out by a kid that plays USL. And, uh, and, and th- those are the facts. Brad Gusan needs to invest that money to fix that lip, first of all. Second of all, he is benefiting from having some of the greatest talent this league has ever had in front of him. He's Mr. Relegation. Uh, he's not that good. And uh, I believe that in 2022, we need to bury his career uh, by scoring a ton of goals. Because uh, if you go to Atlanta, they think he's very good. He isn't. He isn't. And uh, if you shoot from afar, if you shoot from top of the box, you expose him to his weakness. He cannot deal with shots from outside the box. And unfortunately, in Orlando, we tried to go, uh, you know, uh, up front with him, and, and he physically sort of, uh, like, muscles the ball out. But the fact of the matter is, like you said, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a name – it was an American national team, People right? But him. but but I mean, you know, like like he's saying, Max player, right? He's American and plays. So you mean nationality plays a role? I mean, and, I mean, we're talking about now, twenty uh, first century plays a role in in for the talking heads I mean, in MLS. It, it, it does right, the Taylor Twellman right? and the Lexi Lalas of the world. He does right. You see what I'm saying? So I think that needs to change. I mean, I understand what he's saying, and I agree. I mean, I. Those are those those are his his thoughts, and I respect them wholeheartedly. I think the great comments today from Mike uh, definitely has made the show better for sure. So I, I appreciate his comments, but um, you know, it, it's it's crazy, dude. I mean, the dude plays against one on one against Neymar against Messi. Uh, freaking uh, Cavani, right, right, and and Braguzan is playing one on one against uh, Kevin Molino. I'm so sorry, dudes, but. It's, it's just the way it is. Uh, Goldtube TV says, Saludos, Pineda. Uh, I want to say hello to Goldtube TV, uh, a great colleague here. He's uh, from my Spanish uh, show, La del Fútbol. I want to say hi to all the guys over there. Uh, Cleon Ferbert says, He's not going anywhere. Oh, well, yeah, that's right. Um, it could be, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, I, I honestly, hopefully. Uh, he can sign a pre contract in July. He can't leave until 2023, but they will get him signed before then. I honestly pray to God that is. Uh, I'll be honest with you, Cleon. Um, he's he's a he's a great player. I think he 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 was cut for Orlando, so I think uh, he definitely will, will just soar here. I think his career will take off. Uh, Joshua Tall, we better keep Galese. Uh, a ver, uh, let me see here. Screw it. Uh, bring back Tally Hall, <laughs> Jim B. All right. Hey, I have a coworker that got a to- uh, got a speeding ticket from Tally Hall, so. He's doing, he's doing his thing out there. So, uh, hey, uh, more power to him. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, you know, we wanted to do a an hour show. It's been impossible. I, I want to do, uh, appreciate everybody that's been here today. Over over 24 people at some point, um, you know, online. Uh, Alonso Inca says, uh, the ball is in Orlando City. It's in Orlando City side. It's up to them to meet Galicia's requirements, right? That's right, you know? Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, I, go ahead. I'm sorry, Luis. No, no, no. no. Go ahead, Dave. No, I was going to say, since I, I know that we already went over the time that uh, that we we allowed ourselves and uh, we most likely we are rounding things up, I just want to mention to everybody, this Tuesday, we are going to be having uh, Tuesday, January 11th, 2022. We're going to be having the Super Draft. 
Uh, Orlando City has been right. tied to several names. Uh, one of them is Thor, Thor, Thor Ulfersson from Iceland. He, right now he's a forward at Duke. Uh, has he's played a forward? Ball. He's a, a forward. Uh, all, the, all the mock drafts say that we are uh, basically going after uh, the second reincarnation of Daryl DK. So that's what, uh, by the way, we are picking 18th or less. There's some uh, trading that allows us to jump 18th in the first, second, and third um, uh, rounds. Uh, most likely the second and third are going to end up in, o in OCB. I'm just letting you know from right now. Uh, and he, uh, he has scored 15 times in the uh, college ball. Uh, he's heavily dependent on service, but, you know, we already have a lot of players that we have discussed tonight that already provide that. So, uh, yeah, so I hope that uh, Orlando City, again, can bring three new um, players to the team and uh, to round things up with uh, Orlando City B. Uh, Orlando City B is going to be looking forward to uh, bring up to the team Moises Talanta, 20-year-old midfielder, Venezuelan. He's a, great, he, he's a great player. I In my podcast, you know that I have been preaching the, the gospel. You should have him here at some point. I ran into him uh, when I uh, went to see the U-17s. Uh, the guy is in top shape, and if we don't sign this guy to the first team, the problem has been always his immigration status. Uh, another team is going to take him. And uh, lastly... Uh, Said Nevado, uh, Puerto Rican Peruvian player, 17 years old. I saw him with the U20, the U20s of uh, Puerto Rico. This kid, this kid is something. And uh, Luis, and I know that you you were so sad that he didn't pick Peru. Uh, this this no, guy it's... is a left winger uh, with a lot uh, gas in the tank. And the one player that I'm salivating over, uh, I'm salivating over all of them. But this is the one that I really really like, uh, Kembo Guadalupe. Sí, Kembo Guadalupe. Born in Jersey, 17 years old, center back. This kid has the height, has the stamina. Has he's a great, he's a great oh, center back. He, he's, uh, I mean, he's definitely going to make the first team. I, 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 that's all I'm saying. I mean, he he has that potential, you know. Uh, and Alonso Inca, he's also upset. He says, uh, Peru didn't pick Said. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, he you played know, for Puerto Rico, and I tell you, we, he we is, have Cuevita, we have Cuevita, you know, he, he is he drinks a lot uh, of everything beer. that he said, <laughs> that people say that he is. I was super impressed with him. Uh, and that, you know, of course, Wilfredo Rivera, 18 winger, uh, Thomas Williams, 17 defender, which, by the way, if the, his family, uh, uh, Thomas Williams' family, gets to listen to this, I appreciate all the love that you guys gave me at the stadium. The, this, this, this people. Uh, were taking pictures with me. I'm a nobody, and uh, they were super excited at the fact that I dedicated uh, a, a few minutes of uh, my vlog to talk about he, their son. Um, I, everything that I said there, I meant it, and I told you uh, face to face. They are uh, awesome people, uh, and uh, no surprise that Thomas is the type of human being and player that he is. He obviously learned it at home, and uh, I expect 2022 to see these names. Uh, to be well known at exploring. No, and I want to first and foremost thank Air Sports Network. Uh, we're actually live in their channel as well. Check them out. There's a lot of rumors going around with a lot of transactions. No, especially now that the, the 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 draft is coming up. You know, Orlando may make some moves to to get high, right? And uh, you know, check them out. They're gonna have the latest. Uh, I cover Orlando. That they're gonna have the latest um, from the insiders from all over the league. Air Sports Networks in YouTube. Make sure you click the bell, subscribe in Twitter as well as at Area Sports Net, Facebook as well as Area Sports Network. 
So thank you so much for to Area Sports. Uh, I also, you know, want to commend you guys to uh, more than 24 people today. I think uh, we killed it today. Uh, thank you to everybody for the support. Loud on Pedro Orlando in YouTube. Uh, make sure to check us out. Click on the bell for all notifications, as well as we're on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, Loud and Proud Orlando as well, uh, at LPO underscore podcast on Twitter as well. And also, you have my Twitter right here, at Pineda underscore ORL. I have Florida Men underscore 76 for David. And obviously, don't forget about Tiro de Esquina podcast, right? Uh, what days do they come, Tiro de Esquina? Uh, Tiro de Esquina right now is on Ajeros. Uh, this week, we are looking forward to recording uh either with my co-host uh kenneth or sergio ruiz torres who's gonna be probably the 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 last minute replacement uh unfortunately kenneth's job is preventing him from recording with me all the time so this season we're probably gonna have a revolving door of co-host uh so hopefully next week we'll put out uh, another episode that's tiro de esquina corner kick in spanish in any application where you guys uh, consume your podcast and also uh, the legendary David, which is my personal channel in, on YouTube, where I vlog about going to the stadium and other things uh, in Spanish and English. So some episodes are in Spanish, some episodes are in English. Everybody's welcome to join the party. So before before we go, uh, we're up. Uh, we have a Spotify account. I just opened it up today. This episode is going to be in via via audio as well. Uh, every single episode, we're going to be on Mondays at eight thirty a.m moving forward. So we start this Monday with the latest news. Hopefully by then Facundo should be sealed and delivered with uh, Mark Thorne, his amazing, amazing pictures. I want to give a shout out to him as well. Um, La Wacha, just the last two comments. It says, uh, what kind of footballers are, does Orlando need now? What position is an urgency to hire in the club? Striking, <laughs> strikers and left back, I think, in my opinion. Uh, Absolutely. This Absolutely. is my friend, my friend Alvaro Pesan. I want to say hello to him. He's a mastermind in video editing, so I want to give him a heads up. He's, he's a great guy. So we'll see him later in Ladre del Fútbol, so thank you so much. Uh, Mike Spillane, everybody that was here today, every single buddy, Jim D. Uh, who, who else Who else we have here? Iris, Joshua Tall, um, uh, Cleon Furbert, everybody from Orlando Lions Den, right? Yeah, uh, brother. They're, they're, Those they're, guys gave me my opportunity. They're, they're amazing. First time. They're, they're great guys. We should definitely. I mean, we're down to collab, guys. So uh, it will be. We'll be delighted to have you over here, and and get to meet your crowd as well. Gamma Knife, um, you know everybody that was here today. The Rock, Red Carl, um, everyone that was here. Th Brian Guerrero, Joe Parra, everybody. Thank you so much for for sticking around with us. Uh, we're, we'll be back on Monday, and uh, you know, uh, I just want to before I go, I just want to say. Uh, all four picks for Orlando are playing now uh, in the in the in in Europe. Yep. So that's the level of of vision that the club is is, is having. So that's the type of players they're going to pick in the draft. So I think uh, we need to keep an eye on that. I think that's great. Um, you know, DK in West Br in West Bromwich Albion. You have. Uh, uh, Richard Larea, uh, Richie Larea, Larea in uh, Nottingham Forest, which is a historic club in England. Chris Mueller, and, you know, Chris Mueller in Hibernian, and then you have uh, you Kyle know, Laren, right? And, and the love him or hate him, right? But yeah. I think DK, in my opinion, DK is better. Uh, that's just just my personal opinion. But thank you guys for everything. This has been uh, an our first episode, so stick around. Check us out on our social media. 
Also, thank you to um, Area Sports Networks, and you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. We'll see you Vamos soon. Vamos Orlando. Vamos Orlando. Cuídense. Take care.